ones or these ones? It's all an episode of Intervention. And I know I'm fine. Illinois, Mr. Robert Bobby McNeely. He is going to join us tonight. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Elaine Zhang, and today I am here with Eli Seal, documentary filmmaker. I need more. Welcome to The Only Way is Linda. Today, I have a really special guest here. What's up, guys? Von Joseph here. Thanks for joining me today. So happy you took time out of your busy lives and schedules to sit with little old me and my special guest. So we are continuing on with the authors of Amazon series. We did uh, Sarah of the Wild. We had... Um, Many, many people. Check it out. Zoe Williams uh, with his Relationship Dismount book last summer. Uh, Bobby Lanton Smith with Real Men Don't Play. So on and so forth. Um, so today, we've got somebody a little different. Um, we did have... Um, a, a, an erotic author on before, but this is supernatural erotic as I understand it. So maybe it's a little bit something different. And she's here to explain it for us all today. Please welcome Miss BSM Stone King to the show. Young lady, how are you today? Good. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. I'm doing fabulous. Thanks for asking. So, um, explain uh, supernatural erotica to, to, the, to the uninformed masses, or at least myself, anyway. Um, so Supernatural Erotica, um, we get to involve the vampire bites, you know, make you climax with your orgasm, and uh, werewolves, how, you know, they connect um, with somebody else, and they get pack mates and um, stuff like that. So I put in vampires and werewolves and shapeshifters, and then put an erotic twist on it with their, you know, supernatural abilities. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So how... how did something like this come to fruition? Because obviously, um, well, I guess it's not obvious, but uh, most of us are very sexually oriented in nature. So I can see how the sexual side of things might be of interest to most people. But the supernatural shapeshifters and things like that, how do those come together? And how did how did that come together for you, I guess? Because um, I, I look at you and I don't think that you would be into shapeshifters and things like that. You seem like a nice, wholesome Midwestern girl and and you're into some what might be considered alternative type things. That's a good way to put it. Alternative, yes. Um, <laughs> um, not sure really how I stumbled upon it. I've always liked vampire movies and werewolf movies and, you know, that sort of stuff. So, um I went and I watched the Twilight. Everybody's watched Twilight, and I always thought, "Huh, I wonder how much more hot this movie would be if they actually had good vampire sex scenes." And so I just figured I'd do my own. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. That makes absolute perfect sense. So I get that. So I, I'm not going to ask any stop questions because I absolutely hate those. And I'm looking over the notes that I have here in front of me, which were sent over by um, by your people. And um, it says that you're a sex expert. So let's cut the nonsense questions and get right down to the nitty gritty. How does one become a sex expert? Like, is, is there like, do you have to go to university? Do you get a degree? Do you have to study with porn stars when they say, no, you're doing that wrong? You're doing that wrong. Or how does that work? <laughs> um, 
So lots and lots of research, um, and I interview lots of people, um, normal people, you know, just getting what their normal sex life is like and what kind of problems they run into, if they have an embarrassing moment in the bedroom, how to overcome it. Um, I've also talked to other sex experts and gotten information from them, but a lot of it is research and interviewing other people who are really open about talking about their sex life. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it's research. It's research. Lots of research. And, you know, I got to practice some of my research, you know, to make sure it it works. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure your partner hates that. So um, (laughs) what what are you currently promoting at the moment right now? What's what's the big um, the big thing that's going on in, in in BSM Stone King's world? The big one I'm promoting is my my book, Captures Temperance. Um, It's my bestseller. It's actually a BDSM um, romance novel, but uh, depending on who you're talking to, it's probably more erotic, and I'm okay with that. (laughs) Um, That one happened to come about because of my vampire books, because um, in my series, my main character is a stunt double in the movies, And in the second book, she actually gets to star in a movie. And I had to come up with some kind of, you know, movie role for for her. And I didn't want to use something that's actually already out there, even playing off of it. So I came up with my own idea. And it was just too good not to write about. So it turned into an entire novel and happens to be my bestseller now. Nice, nice. Do you find that um, your audience, I'm, I'm... I'm assuming you interact, you go to the book signings and, and so on. Are there mostly women or are they, is it men or is it a mixture of both or who's your core audience? And yeah, primarily women. And I do have some random guys that'll, um, you know, stumble in and be like, Oh my goodness. I just loved the vampires on de la Mort. That was just awesome. And that makes me smile when guys are reading it too, even if it's erotica, you know, whatever hooks them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you into reading erotica before you started writing it? Or was it something that you've always like felt in your life that you wanted to express? So you decided to start writing about that type of, uh, of, of, of area or aspect of life? I definitely wanted to express it. I, believe it or not, had never wrote, read an erotic book before starting to write my supernatural erotica. Um, I had, I actually had no idea about the publishing industry, totally clueless, just doing it for fun, you know, writing the book for myself. And a friend had read it and said, oh my gosh, you have to get this published. And I thought that nobody would want it because of the erotic scenes in it, since, you know, I was naive to what kind of material is out there but um yeah now i'm completely confident in it (laughs) i'm like here you like erotica you have this (laughs) (laughs) nice do you think that you try to be more original or do you try to deliver more what the readers want because they say you've written a book and this is what you've you've delivered and this is what you you felt and then you've gotten feedback from people that have read the book do you then change for the next one or do you stay the course I try and go right in the middle. So I write for myself and, you know, I don't want to, if the the thing is, is I was told once that if you um, ignore your characters, so while you're writing, um, your characters kind of tell you what to put in there and where they want to go and who they want to have sex with, almost slipped up there (laughs) with the wrong word. (laughs) Um, Who they want to have sex with, if you ignore them, then uh, they will 
kind of go off on their own and you'll end up with writer's block. And I'm going to knock on wood when I say that I've never had writer's block. So, um, <laughs> I, but when I get my reviews and stuff, some, I'll get some of them that are like, oh my gosh, I would love to have more of this or, you know, maybe more vampire fighting scenes and um then i'll i'll incorporate it so i write for myself listening to my character but what the readers want i try and um twine that in there a little bit too <laughs> nice nice what um what are some of the common traps do you think that a lot of say like aspiring writers what what kind of traps do they fall into as newbies oh that's a good question um <laughs> Do you mean in terms of um, publishing or during doing when they write? I guess like just like in general, if you like say, let's take this for example. If you could tell tell your younger, you know, writing self anything, what would it be? Like what what were some of the mistakes that you've made along the way that you learned from that you could share with someone else? So the big thing that I would say is write three novels minimum before publishing your first one because you're going to learn so much about yourself as a writer. And while you're doing that, you're going to be researching the publishing industry. And if you want to be an indie author or if you want to, you know, um, go with a big name company, um, then you're, you're going to learn a ton about yourself. I, I even reread back because um, Capture's Temperance is the third book that I had wrote. And I read the first book from my vampires, Anga de la Mort, and the, comparison is just night and day my writing style changed it seems more confident and i mean the first book to be honest i had actually thought about re-editing it and you know making it better to how, how the knowledge that i currently have today right. but um all my readers have said don't touch it 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 shows your progress as a writer so that would be my biggest thing to anybody that's an aspiring writer who has not yet published is don't publish until you've had at least three stories written and then go from there. How many, how many unpublished or like half finished books do you have? Right now? I think I've got four. Do you have four any, of them that are, do you have any intention to finish any of the other ones? I'd like to say maybe that are half finished all or all of them, all yep, of them, all of them. Yeah. Yes. I have. Well, one of them is the third novel to um, the Vampire's Longa de la Mort series. And then um, I also am writing a third story for my my smut stories because um, I write erotica and I write smut. <laughs> so I'm writing a third story for uh, Lena's security. And then I also have a story in the works for coming with Amy. That's another smut story. <laughs> and then I have something that's completely different. It's um, a submissive male story so it's a bdsm erotica but um it's going to be a male instead of a female who's into some very interesting fetishes to say the uh, least <laughs> bdsm bsm now i get it that's where your name comes from so yep. uh, she's she's tricking us you guys she's tricking us i love it that's that's clever i love it i love it so what's the difference then because to to the the uneducated like myself between erotica and smut there has to be a fine line, or is it, like, vastly, completely different? Uh, I think it depends on who you're talking to, if it's a fine line or not. Um, <laughs> uh, smut is porn on paper. It's, um, you know, it, it's like what you would watch, but you can visualize it. So it's what women, if women don't like to watch porn, but maybe they need, they like to read, this is what, what they would pick up. Um, where erotica, it, you know, it, it'll talk about 
getting in there with the sex and the details and the feelings and all of that, but it's not quite as raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I know someone that used to read those kind of books, the smutty ones. So, um, they, they, they loved them. I'm, I'm obviously not into that kind of stuff, but um, I don't read that much. <laughs> I have time to read that kind okay. of stuff. Yeah. Um, Maybe you can a movie someday, and then you can just watch it, because that's what my husband says he'll do, is he'd rather watch it when it turns into a movie than to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> One of those rare occasions where the movie might actually be a, a little bit better than the book. So um, Maybe, for, yeah. it, it depends on the person and what they like, I guess. So um, do you... Do you read your book reviews and like if you're on Amazon and people have read and written a review or maybe uh, uh, like somebody from a magazine or a newspaper has read and written a review, do you read those and how do you feel like how do you feel about those? I do read them Um, on Amazon. If if I have less if somebody rated it less than three stars, I don't read it because I don't need discouragement. So um, if somebody's rated it three stars, usually they have really great advice and suggestions and they're not just being malicious, you know, to bring a, a rating down on my books. Mm. Um, so usually they have really great suggestions. I'll read anything from three stars up. And then if I start to read something that's negative, I just automatically stop reading it because um, I'm sensitive and <laughs> I don't want to read negative <laughs> stuff. I want to, you know, keep things happy and bubbly in my little mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes absolute perfect sense. So, so what's next for BSM Stone King. What is happening outside of what we've already discussed? Um, I have just become a regular contributor for Brazen Woman. Um, so I write articles for them. I write, obviously, sex articles. So things to spice up the relationship or the marriage and, um, you know, the, the how-tos that people are curious about but are afraid to ask. So um, I've only got two articles published right now because I, I've literally just become a regular contributor. But um, that's something that's really big in the works. And then um, we've been trying to work on um, going over to the UK for a book signing. But I think that's probably going to be a couple years for that one. So, um, you know, i got to save up the money so because I want to come and sightsee, too. <laughs> I don't want to come for just a book signing. I want to hang out for a little while. <laughs> and then I am hoping to have my third novel in my vampire series published by late spring. And I've also got, this is a secret, a Christmas story coming out in December. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I haven't even announced it to my readers yet. So you guys are the very first ones that I've announced it to. It's supposed to be a secret. An exclusive. We need the sound effect. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So um, if people want to catch up with you and, and find your uh, other projects, your other books, or maybe you see where you're going to be doing a book signing, or maybe they just want to reach out to you via social media or Instagram, so on, where can they find you? Facebook's always the best one to find me at. So, and you can message me on there. I have a page, BSM Stone King. Um, and then you could always add me as a friend too. Um, so I'm under author BSM Stone King. Um, if you want to add me as a friend. And then, of course, I've got a page for my vampire books. Um, and I happen to have a giveaway going on there right now. But I'm going to announce the winner on Halloween. You know, got to be in the vampire 
Halloween <laughs> spirit. <laughs> so I've got a mystery box giveaway that I'm doing on that page. And then I've got a page specifically for Captures Temperance. So um, that way you can keep up with the details on all that good stuff. Excellent. Do you have a website or anything like that available? Yeah. Yeah, www.bsmstoneking.com. Excellent. And then obviously I'm on Amazon. You can find me on Amazon as well. And um, then you can go to Brazen Women and, and read my articles. And um, yeah, just Google me and I probably take up an entire page. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. So thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit and uh, speak with us um, for a little while. And if you make it over here to the UK, hopefully we are first on your list for the in-studio sit-down. We've got chairs over here on the other side. We'd love to have you. Um, we can't wear the matching shirts next time. Um, okay, we won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we can, actually. Let's, let's, let's go for something a bit more obvious, like red and white stripes or something, then we can just look like we work at like the vampire footlocker or something like that. I was thinking uh, we look like Where's Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a girl in London like that a few days ago. I was coming out of the studio. I was doing some voiceover for a film and she's standing on the corner and she was standing there looking lost and she had the red and white stripe she had on the red hat and I was so tempted to take a picture but I just I had to respect respect her boundaries so um, have a happy Halloween thank you so much for coming on we look so forward to speaking with you again in the very near future and thank you so much for uh, taking the time to sit with us have a great great weekend Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. So that's BSM Stone King, you guys. Thanks for watching. Check out her website. Check out her on Facebook, Amazon. Um, if you're not a, a, an Amazon uh, subscriber, subscriber, you can use, I believe it's on Nook as well. Um, and that's it for us today. Um, stay tuned for more of the Authors of Amazon series. We're going to have uh, Sarah Arden on the show again. And um, we'll see you guys the next time we see you. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you when we do.